Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. This subject is very important. It is the backbone of Christianity. Yeah, I know many people consider and connect Christianity to the coming and death of Christ, which is true. But the death of Christ itself is is not necessary if it is considered just as what? The death of Christ. The death of Christ is only necessary because of what the death means for us. Amen. So one of the reasons why the death of Christ was necessary, and not only the death, the resurrection, death and resurrection, if you take only the death, it's meaningless because everyone dies. So it's the resurrection of his death. It's because of our death. Amen. It's because of our death. Now, death is the only thing that every man is guaranteed to experience. Not everyone will experience divorce. Not everyone will have Mercedes-Benz. Not everyone will have a child or even a son or a daughter, isn't it? Not everyone will be a cleaner. Not everyone will be a manager. But everyone will experience death. It is the most important of what subject. Why is it the most important of subject? Because without death, without death, life is meaningless. But not because of death, but because when you die, death is not the end. Death is just the beginning. And because death is the beginning, that is why without death, life is meaningless. Because the moment you die, your real life begins. That real life is longer than this life. So because of that, every man must prepare for his death. Every man must think of his death. Every man must be aware that he, when I say man, I mean mankind, will die sooner or later. You must believe that tomorrow will come. At the same time, believe that tomorrow will not come for you. Because no one is promised tomorrow. Our days are numbered. I don't know my number. My number could be tomorrow. Jesus was 33 years. No one killed me. He had to go. He lay his life. John the Baptist. Every great tree is not only brown leaves that fall. Green leaves also what? Fall. So we must be aware of death. 
that when we die, it's just the beginning. And we must plan for death as we plan for here. Because what we do here, here is a preparation. It's like you are going to school. You're going to school. It's a preparation for the real life. For the real what? Life. I tell my children, don't be in a rush to work. Because work there, you will work all your life. Rather prepare. Prepare for the kind of work you will be able to get. And that's the mistake many do. They are rushing to work. Instead of preparing well for the work. Because the work there, you work. Don't worry. You will work and you now you see that you are working. But you have to prepare. Prepare. So this life is for preparing for the other life. And how you live this life, what you do in this life, what you don't do in this life will have a direct effect on the other life. We only don't live once. That is the greatest lie Satan himself has given to the world. We don't only live life uh, once. Life is not once. We live twice. Yes. Because when you die, it's the beginning of another life. The real one. The one that will go on forever. So we are going to look at that today. Without death, we will look at all this. You see that then Christianity is meaningless and useless. If when we die, that's the end. Then I can leave. All I have to do is save 3,000 and put it down. And live anyhow. Live anyhow. If I'm tired, you know, there are countries that if you want to die, you go and they will just kill you in peace. I just go and say, I want to go and they just finish me. But that, that, that will not end me. That will be my beginning. So that's why I cannot just die. Because if I kill myself, they call it what? Suicide. But suicide is death. It's murder. But it's a type of murder, meaning this one, no one killed you, but you killed your own self. <laughs> just like we have homicide and we have what? Murder. You understand? Okay. Now let's hit the Bible. Death. So I'm very happy we are, we are looking at this today. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 2. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 2. I learned that there is... I learned that there is bar strike today, isn't it? Train. Train, sorry. Train. Okay. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 2. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 2. Mm -hmm. It is better to go to a house of mourning than to go to a house of feasting. For death is the destiny of everyone. The living should take this to heart. Amen. So Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 2 say, it is better to go to a house of mourning, a house that someone has died than a house of feasting, a house yes. where they are having party. In other words, you say, it is better to always go to what? A funeral. Yeah. A funeral mm -hmm. than to go to parties. Yeah. yeah. We human beings don't think like that. No. And he explained the reason. 
And he said, the reason is because that is the end. The funeral is the end of every person. Yes. So it means that the reason I say that it is better whenever you go to a funeral, it will remind you that one day it will be your funeral. That one day you will not be forever. And that one that I can promise you, that one I can bet you. Yeah, I cannot promise you healing, prosperity, nothing, but I can bet you your death. That one that I can bet you. So he said, it is better that you go to funerals than parties. Why? Because that is the end of every man. That means you too, when you get there, you realize one day, one day, it will be your funeral, meaning you will be the dead person. Where will you go? What will be said about you? What will you leave behind when you go? When I go to funerals, please don't misunderstand me. Many people funeral, I'm just quiet. Because I'm quiet that because I cannot think. I cannot think in the sense that I don't know where they have gone. Because the thought is always, so where is he gone to? There are only two places to go, but where is he gone to? In order for me not to be judgmental, it's a matter too high for me. I don't think. That's what I mean by I don't think. But that reality comes to me. Praise the Lord Jesus. So he said, it is better. Because if you go to a funeral, the norm is to think about death. It is sad when you go to a funeral and you don't think about death. Amen. So he said, it is better. Job chapter 14, verse 5. Make us understand that it is determined. Everyone's days are determined. God has determined each one of us how long we will live on this earth. Some people have been given 70, some even one day, some even one month. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But the point I want us to note here is that there is a day that heaven has determined that you will go. And that day, you can't do anything about it. Please read it for us. Mm -hmm. Job chapter 14, verse 5. Mm -hmm. A person's days are determined... You have decreed the number of his months and have set limits he cannot exceed. Amen. So he said, a person's days has been what? Determined. God has decreed the number of his months, his time here, and it cannot be what? Exceeded. exceeded. It cannot be exceeded. I am trusting God that I will die at a very old age. Amen. Amen. And I'm trusting God that we all die at a very old age. But that is up to trust. Yeah. He has already determined. Hmm. Amen. The reason why we read this thing is to show us that you will not be on this earth forever. And maybe you will be 70, maybe you will not. Why? I don't know the days that you have been given mm -hmm. by God. Do you know the days that you've been given by God? Do you know the days that have been given by God? No. My sister, she's dead now. My elder sister. The last time I saw my sister, 
was in London. The difference between my sister and the husband is about 20 years, isn't it? Yeah, around 20 years. Almost 20 or just after 20 years. Between her and the husband, mm -hmm. age-wise. Mm -hmm. And the last time I saw them was here in England. They came to Holland. The husband is from Holland, but they live in Ghana. And they came to Holland. So when they came to Holland, they passed by to say hello. And they, they, they were telling me or us that the husband said he doesn't want to be buried in Ghana. That when he died, his wife should bury him in Germany. Uh, sorry, in Holland, Dutch. And the wife said she told the husband she doesn't want him to die that she will struggle. So they should go and buy the land, pay everything to be ready so that when the husband die, she will just leave the husband and everything paid for. So that is why they came to, or they went to Holland to prepare for the husband's death. But guess what? My sister is dead now. The husband is still alive. She was so sure that she would bury the husband. But she's dead. Buried. But the husband is alive. I'm saying this to say that nobody knows the days that has been given unto him or her. And the Bible says you cannot exceed that day. The only thing is we pray that no one take your day or you don't cut short your days or you don't die a foolish death. That's the only thing we pray, but we can never pray and it's foolish to pray that the days that God has set for you should exceed it. Because if it should happen, you will suffer. Because in the archives of heaven, you don't exist on earth. You are not meant to be on earth. Yeah. So every protection, everything will not be there. You understand? So he says, it has what? A person's days are determined and have set a limit. He cannot what? Exceed. So when your time comes, you will die. You will die. But the danger is Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 says, It is an appointment, death, that each one of us will meet. It's a sure appointment. But the appointment is, it says, when we die, it is not the end. It is only the beginning. Because it says, it is appointed unto man, death. And after death, judgment. Judgment. So it means that death is just the beginning of accountability. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not the end. You are not free. It depends on your accountability. Yes. Please read it for us. Amen. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. Amen. So it is appointed unto man once to what? Die. die. But after your death, judgment. Judgment. So when you die, it is not the end. Death is not the end. Death is the beginning. Death is not the end. Death is the beginning. Believe me, believe me, scientists know that now. Scientists know that now. The government know that now. 
all doctors know that now the only thing is they are hiding it they are not saying it i watched a bbc documentary 19 1983 it's called the day i die it was clearly in the documentary that when you die this is not the documentary was a scientific research by doctors surgeons clearly shows that when you die we live on you live on they were trying to say that consciousness live on but even netflix has a documentary now and when i saw the documentary it's on netflix you can watch it i was surprised that it was on it but later understood why it was on it the, because the document the first one it is so clear that now they can't deny it sure because if you are conscious and you are in coma your brain must work yeah. but they found people who brain dead yeah. but they came back with memories and what was happening was their brain was dead. So clearly, it's not like it's a conscience. It's the real person that lives on. Because the brain needs to be active, to be conscious. It's not the conscious, it's the spirit. And you can watch it on Netflix. What was the title? I've forgotten the title. But if you should watch, watch only, watch only the, the, the uh, episode one. Watch only that. The rest is demonic. So when I saw that Netflix has made it and the first episode is affirming that there is life after death because they can't hide it now because there's been it's called near-death experiences so many you can't hide it so now they've banned and they've twisted it so after the first episode that shows that there is life after death really now they begin to twist all into mediums that is like so what you have to do is consult the dead your parents you see how they've twisted that's that's from history this has been the typical plan of satan when he cannot fight that truth or hide it he twists it so it the first episode shows the title i forgot the title but the whole story what surviving death yeah so the first surviving death watch it first episode don't watch that from the second the first episode shows that life is there after death then from the second all the way was leading you into mediums how can why is it that the medium is only another episode so that's just what the opening so after death is judgment after death is the beginning death is not the end and when we read please let's read amen and when we read second corinthians chapter 5 verse 10 it says everyone will be judged according to whatever he did yes. in the flesh on this earth whether good bad. or bad amen so it means that whatever happens after death after mm. death depends mm -mm. after death on, to you depends on what you are doing now yes Amen. whether good or bad it's your choice that is why god is not forcing anybody that is why god is not trying to convince anybody that is why god is not trying to prove to anybody because he who has here let Amen. him hear if you want the truth it's not difficult to find the truth it's not difficult to find the truth it's not difficult it's not difficult to find the truth it's at all yeah. at all it's not difficult it's not difficult to find the truth please read it for us amen second corinthians mm -hmm. chapter 2 verse 10 mm -hmm. 
For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that which he hath done, whether it be good or bad. So Amen. note, Hebrews after death, there's what? Judgment. judgment. And Second Corinthians that everyone will appear before what? The judgment seat. So the judgment is to receive whatever you've done in the flesh, whether good or bad. What does that mean? It means that your stay on this earth is a preparation, is an opportunity for you to prepare for that day of judgment, the day when you die. Because after death, judgment, the day when you die. How are you preparing? Are you preparing? You are preparing? You are you preparing? That's a question you it's up to you. How are you preparing? How that day will come. Believe me, that day will come. Are you preparing? Are you preparing? Are you preparing? The church. If you are not careful, you will think the reason why God came, or the reason why we meet, or the church is for miracles, is for signs and wonders, is to feel good or is for riches today look at us very carefully it's like the successful christian is the one who is prosperous who has money since when did that became the mark that is not a mark that is not a mark that is not a mark god is not against success god is not against uh, uh, prosperity far before it we will read scripture i'll show you scriptures he, he said bible say he he made abraham what great and rich bible said jesus became poor that through his poverty we may be what rich it's not against rich but the so-called riches of this world is not a mark that god is with you or you're a christian or you are a successful christian why because in revelation jesus himself said to the church he said you say you are rich you don't need anything, but you are naked. You are poor. So it's not a mark. So is poverty. Poverty is not a mark. Many people think they are poor and they are, they are not forceful. It means they are doing well. No, no, it's not a mark. It's not a mark. It's not a mark that you are a good Christian or no, no, it's not a mark. The mark of the kingdom, whether whatever judgment, it's not about money. It can never be money. Money is considered by God as a filthy lucre. Yes. Yeah. Filthy lucrative is in the Bible. Yeah. You He's not against money, but money is not a girl. Because most of the, even prostitutes now have money. Most of the people we, we call celebrities, YouTube influencers, they are prostitutes, they are wicked people, they are ungodly people, but they are being paid more money. So you can't use money or the so called human standard, success. As a benchmark, so so you cannot also use poverty. All I'm trying to say it's not about money, but it's about your life, what you do and what you don't do. What the scripture already say, everyone look at it again. What account for whatever what he, he did, done, he did, or bad. he did, mm -hmm. whether good or bad. Amen. Good or bad. Good or bad. Are you doing good or bad? Have you been doing good or bad? 
I don't need to tell you what is bad and I don't need to tell you what is good. You know deep down your heart. You can challenge, you can argue, you know deep down your heart. The more you try to talk about it, the more you try to make excuses, it's you trying to sweet talk yourself, but you know good or bad. But the point I'm trying to say that it is up to you to prepare for your death. People are having funeral plans. It is good. It is wisdom. There's nothing wrong. People are planning for their pension. Will you even cross over your pension? I don't know. I, I wish you do, and I pray you do, and may God make you do, but I'm trying to say, I don't know the days that has been determined by God for you. Please, you understand. But you will die. I will die. My only prayer is that you will not die even a day before your time. That no Satan can kill you. That no sickness can kill you. That nothing can kill you. But when the appointed time comes, you have to go. You will go. Because I say you cannot, what? What's the word? Exceed it. Amen. So death is just the beginning. And you have to prepare. Because on that day, you will be judged according to what you have what? Done. Whilst in the flesh on this earth, whether good or what? Evil. Amen. Look at first Corinthians chapter 15. Corinthians chapter 15, 13 to 14. Look at it. According to first Corinthians chapter 15, 13 to 14, he used some strong words there. Yes. It is saying that if when we die that is the end then christianity is pointless yeah. useless yes it is saying that if once we live and we die it is over if there's no life after death then christians are the most pitiful yes yes mm-hmm. because that is the only thing we have that the world can never have yes. never forget that Amen. it is after death, that is when we will see who is who. Yes. Yeah, because after death, you will, you will all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Mm. After death, mm. it is the rewards of Christ. It is what God considers prosperity, yes. what God considers good. That is what will reign, not what YouTube consider. It is those God consider influencers, stars, celebrities. That will stick. Not what the society considers stars, celebrity. Most of the stars, celebrities, they are prostitutes. Yeah. And they give to you people as role models and you follow them. Yeah. Since when? Yeah. Do you start following? Are they not prostitutes from nowhere? They become famous. What have they achieved? What have they brought about? Yeah. Show me a product that they created. Show me. Show me what, what they did, what they did, what they created. Show me the company that have made them rich. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Isn't yes. it? <clears throat> yes. Show me. Show me. Show me. Yeah. Show me. Bill can show me what he did to become rich. He yeah. can show me. He can show me. Iceland, the founder can show. Mm-hmm. Tell me, your so-called celebrity, what have they done? Yeah. It's prostitution. Yeah. Immorality. Yes. So I'm just saying that in heaven, that's when you step there, it will be different. Yeah. So for we, it is death. It's our advantage. Oh, yes. Death. 
if if there's no life after death remember then you don't need christianity then we are wasting time yeah then we were, like this morning you are better off to be watching tv crossing your leg and drinking beer it's true yeah if there's no life after death then this is a waste of time you've brought your money you've paid for transport you've wake up early whilst you could be lying in even in the bed you will be drinking and yeah. but because remember we are doing all this because death is the beginning we are preparing for our death because after death everyone will, know, will stand before christ yeah. and will receive what he's done in this earth so read it for us Amen. look at what he says first corinthians chapter 15 verse 13 to 14 mm -hmm. if there is no resurrection of the dead then not even christ has been raised mm -hmm. and if christ has not been raised our preaching is useless it's useless the and word useless means pointless pointless uh -huh. continue and so is your faith so so is our faith mm -hmm. so if there's no resurrection of the dead wow. our faith christianity is what useless yeah and pointless yeah jump jump just read the 16 to 19 for me quickly please Amen. 16 mm -hmm. to 19 mm -hmm. for if the dead are not raised then christ has not been raised either and if christ has not been raised your faith is futile mm -hmm. you are still in your sins amen, amen. so it says, if christ has not been raised our faith is futile pointless and continue yes. then those who have fallen asleep in christ are lost mm -hmm. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. So he said, if it is only in this life, it's our <laughs> purpose in this life, that yeah. is why we are Christians, then yeah. we are the most pitiful. Yeah. Pitiful means most sorrowful. Yeah. That means we are sad. The real advantage for being a Christian, the real reason, the real power for Christian is when you die is the life after death amen there are people who say god doesn't exist but they are married there are people who have committed abortion several times but they've given birth mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there are people who are murderers but they are rich rapists they are rich yes yeah you, th you think that is what christ is for no some of the people that live longer at the wicked of people yes because you can learn to live longer you can yeah. eat well you can dress well you can watch yourself well the real advantage is when we die because yeah. after death there's judgment. judgment amen that's right so he said if cry if there's no resurrection of dead then through christ then our faith yes it's futile. is useless yes pointless amen. yeah then we christian we amen. are the most what Pitiful. Pitiful. Amen. So what does it mean? It means for we Christians, every Christian must look at that day. You don't expect it, but look at it. Because that day will sure to come. And that day is meant to be your advantage. It's not, it's meant to be, it's for you. So what does it mean? You must prepare for that day. You must live as well for that day you must give more attention to that day because that day will be what everlasting you see why i say it is better to go to funeral than to go to parties are we getting it sometimes if you look at us even me as a pastor 
I must think deep down. I think deep, deep. Because there's a lot of wind that can blow you, Amma. There's a lot of confusion, a lot of babbling, a lot of things look successful, a lot of things is being said that means success. As a church, as a pastor, is it real success? Does that is does God see like that? So I must always go into deep thinking. I must examine myself. I must remember the purpose. I must remember the reason all the time by the Bible. Because after death, when you appear before the judgment scene, you will see what it means to be success in that kingdom, in life after death. In life after death. You see that nothing on this earth. Oh, it's true. It's true. It's true. Abraham, very rich, he wasn't allowed to have house. He didn't have house. The Bible says he lived in tents. Because he was meant to move wherever your feet would touch. There I'll give to your children. So he has to comb the land. Can you have a house? But the Bible says he was very rich. Prosperous. Since when did houses define riches? It's greed we are calling riches. Even your house, your house, your three bedroom. Are you able to sleep in all the rooms? One bed. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. There's nothing wrong if you have two or three houses. It's a good thing. But I'm trying to say, for the real life, it's not valid. Yes, what you do with it will show how the master will see it. Cars. It's a good thing. I'm, I want a car. I'm praying for a second car. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong if you have one or two or three cars. But I'm trying to say that it is not a mark of success. It is not a mark of success. Because some of the people they have cars, the things they've done and they are doing for the car, even, even non-Christian, when you hear it, you vomit. Yeah. You don't know. I can tell you things maybe you can't eat. Yeah. Do you know the things people do just for $5,000? £5,000. Some when you hear, you even have nightmare. Uh-huh. So I'm just saying that even the so-called success, you wouldn't like it. Some time ago, I saw this. Why I will say it because I saw it in the credit uh, advertiser. One of one man were grimy young girls. He has a dog. When he sleep with them, they will make the dog also sleep with the young girl. And these young girls were doing all because of money, trainer phones. He was caught in Ukrainian advertising. You see, your stomach is rather doing something. You know, the so-called success, the so-called things. Some in the spirit, God open your eyes. It's like worms. It's worms. It's rotten. It's rotten. God is not against money. Don't get me wrong. But you can't use that as a mark. And you cannot use poverty too as a mark. Because there's no virtue in poverty. Oh, yes. There's no virtue in poverty. Other than that, Jesus said, the grace of Christ that he became poor, that we will be rich. Yeah, there's no virtue in it. Praise the Lord Jesus. Look at second... Uh, okay. Should I drive on? Yes. So we have seen that our advantage is death. Mm-hmm. Life after death. Mm-hmm. So if you're a Christian... And you don't think about life after death, you have failed. If you're a Christian and what 
makes you do or don't do it's your need your trouble miracle signs and wonders you have filled i didn't say second corinthians said it yes that's why many people when they become successful trouble free they can't attend church service again they 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 can't come to prayer meeting again because they feel like they don't need it it's God they don't understand that the church is not about their needs it's about life after death yes just that we human beings we have needs the world has been corrupted so we bring our needs as well and Christ who is a good God who is compassionate merciful will attend to our needs will help us but that is just the side that is not the main thing that is not the main thing it is the life after death it is the death that is the main thing. It is the death. So when you read Amos, he said, he said, prepare to meet your God or your maker. Amos chapter 4 verse 12. Chapter 4 verse 12. He said, prepare to meet your God. Other versions say, meet your maker. Amen. Why would he say that? Read it for us, please. Amos chapter 4 verse 12. Mm-hmm. Therefore, this is what I will do to you, Israel. And because I will do this to you, Israel, prepare to meet your God. Prepare to meet Amen. your God. I've come to tell you to prepare to meet your God. Amen. Because after death, there is judgment. I mean it, no laughter. Because after death, there is judgment. Because we all appear, appear before what? The judgment seat of Christ. And don't think you have time. Because some people started preparing as babies. When they were 16 years, they were 20 years. When did you start preparing and you think you have time? Yeah. Steady great men. Genuine great men. They will tell you they did not become great over a lot of preparation. It takes time. It ta- there are things that takes time. No matter who you are, you can fast and pray. It will take it time that has been designed. So he said, prepare to meet what? Your maker. Because after death, there's judgment. And everyone will appear before what? The judgment seat of Christ. And account for whatever he did whilst here now now John chapter 5 verse 29 when you appear before the judgment seat he will separate you or he will separate us those who will go to hell will go to hell yes. those who go to heaven will go to heaven Amen. hell will be eternal destruction heaven will be eternal what? Sure. glory Amen. okay um, my interest is not whether you go to heaven or hell. Um, my interest is in death. Yes. To let you realize that one day you will die. That heaps of you will rot. Oh yes, it will rot. The man you call foolish man, he will naked you and put clothes on you if you don't know. Wow. Yes. Hmm. People that you despise will see your face in the most horrible way. Yes. Yes. That's it's true. When you, yeah. have you not seen dead people when you go to funeral? Am I not lying? Am I lying? This is the reality. So that should tell you that you are just a man at your best. 
So be cool. Be cool. I watched a documentary watch a man. Should I say these things to you? Yeah. He, he was caught. He was caught. And you know what he died? Every dead female that comes, he sleeps with the female. Oh, and don't you know there are people who that is their own? Yeah. What is the name they call it? There's a name for it. You can Google it. This is how you use Google. Yeah. 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 That should tell that the so-called body we put so much emphasis on. Yeah. It's important. But there's one body that will live on. That is most important. That is most important. I value this body. Because without this body, what this body does here have effects. But I don't act and think that this is the only body I need. I'm aware and this body must benefit the real body that will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. It's two different things. When you consider this body and you forget the real body that will stand and you make this body make the real body perish or give it a disadvantage, then you have failed. Then you have failed. Then you have failed. Because there is death. You will die. It's an appointment. I will die. It's an appointment. We will keep. We can't hide from it. We can't hide from it. So no matter what you do, you must think of death. You must think of death. Mr. Bishop Dark said his ministry changed when he started to think of death. Every day he thinks, he thinks, he said the way he thinks is, he thinks like he can die any moment from now. So every time he's in, in preparation mood, to him, this could be his last preaching. This could be his last teaching. How did T.B. Joshua die? It's not a matter of whether he's of God or not. That is not necessary. But how did he die? I learned after preaching or just before preaching, he went and sat down. That was it. 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 Very strong. That was it. Not an old man. That was it. A lot of great men have died like that. That was it. Amen. Please read it for us. John five twenty nine. Amen. John chapter 5, verse 29. And shall come forth they that have done good unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. Amen. So you come forth. When you die, if you've done good, remember, I say you receive whatever you do in the word flesh. If you've done good, you go into the resurrection of what? Life. If you've done bad, into damnation. I'm not interested in damnation today. Because I pray that you all make it to heaven. Amen. Amen. Because that is the essence. That is the essence. But now watch this. We read Amos 4. That is a prepare to make your member. And I'm here to tell you to prepare and to remind you that you will die. Eh? You won't live forever. Yeah. You will die. I, I met a woman. I met a woman. She said, I am a miracle. I said, wow, why? What's the miracle? He said she had an accident. And he said half of her body, there's metal in half of her body. Because without the metal, she'll be disabled. It's in her body. 
she's the first person who said something that brought me some reality and she said if it was he said if it is cold no matter how warm she dressed the metal becomes cold then i was quick to say oh then go and stay in africa but before i even land she said if it is warm too the water yeah and i'm thinking would she have been better off dead or alive yeah would she have been better off dead or alive when you watch the day i die or the other one what was the name surviving death the first episode all who went didn't want to come back that was a common statement among all they didn't want to come back some was forced to come back some went too because they've not finished their work because it's not their time yet but all of them didn't want to come back <laughs> they are all listening it's good it's good amen <laughs> please do you get it so i'm trying to say that sometimes you are living this life is full of all suffering but when you make it to heaven there's no suffering that's why i want you to make heaven but when you enter heaven i want you to know these common mistakes many of us make in connection to life after death it is easier yes to think that the things we achieve on earth physically means that we are physically or well or it will be well with us in heaven no 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 ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 15 to 17 it clearly tells us that all the things you have you won't take some yes you will not take some you will yeah. not take some amen amen mm-hmm ecclesiastes common mistakes about life after death after death Mm -hmm. amen ecclesiastes Mm -hmm. chapter 5 verse 16 to 17 this too is a grievous evil as everyone comes so they depart and what do they gain since they toil for the wind all their days they eat in darkness with great frustration affliction and anger continue it's all right. Amen. Amen. So he said, as you came from your mother's womb naked, did you start reading from the 15? Will you what? Return? No, I haven't. Uh-huh. So read 15. it. 15. Amen. Mm-hmm. Everyone comes naked from their mother's womb. And as everyone comes, so they depart. They take nothing from their toil that they can carry in their hands. Amen. Amen. That's the first mistake many wow. make. They forget that they will not take anything. Yes. Anything you have in this life, even though it is yours, there's nothing you have in this life that you will take away. (coughs) Last year, I went to two funerals. All of them, they were put in just a box. The box, it doesn't matter whether they call it coffin or casket or whatever it's a box it will fit in my car that's all they took away they didn't even take a suitcase 
as for their bank account even the card was not given to them yes and so will it be you that's why i say it's better that when you go to funeral to go to funeral so that you see it so that you see that you do the same thing so as you are acquiring things there's nothing wrong but it won't be worth it if you are sacrificing your soul for it what shall i profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul so if it is at the expense of your soul if it is at the expense of a soul meaning anything that will prevent you from going to heaven or will make you go into heaven without nothing is not worth it believe me you are wise it's not worth it no god is not against riches or anything but if it will be against your soul if it will be something that will be evil because say you account for everything you do whether good or bad if it will be as a source of a bad thing it's not worth it then you are better off not to have a heel oh yes you are better off not to have a week yeah 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 anything because you won't take it life after death you won't need it you won't need it you won't need it don't make that mistake you won't, you see like this church you, you i don't know maybe you won't believe me but believe me i have in my mind anything we are doing i always think when i leave when i leave because one day i will leave one day i will die and i'm not hoping to go with the church i'm not a fool i'm too smart for that I will know that I know that I will leave the church. So I'm always thinking, anything we are doing or we are by I'm thinking that when I leave, those who will take over. Those who will take over. I'm aware of it. I'm aware of it. When I leave, when I leave. When I leave. So note, don't make that mistake. You will go with nothing. You will go with nothing. When you go there much, the first things they naked you, don't you know? And they will cut you. Oh, yes. Even now, now, if you've signed, they will take your organs first. Yeah. So by the time you see the suit, oh, they've even taken things from you. Yeah. Even your own flesh, there are things you won't take. How much more other things? Please, do, do you understand it? Listen. I, I, I want to read the scripture to 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. Uh, the reason why we are reading these scriptures is to show you that God is not against you having things. No. When that kingdom that says, Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, all other things shall be handed. He went on to say, The things that these hatings they are running after, yeah. God will give it to you. So God is not against you having car, having tens of thousands. In fact, you must have it. Imagine how beautiful will it be that as we, we say we are renting a place you say i'll pay for the deposit mm -hmm. somebody say i'll buy every equipment Amen. then i have to tell the person that okay you know what buy some let him to get something it would be beautiful yeah. there's nothing wrong with Amen. that but god is not so god is not against that but if that will you, you, you the result of that is a, as a, an action of evil good an action of evil bad or at the expense of your soul is not worth it do you get it? It's not worth it. Please read it for us. 
And I pray that time will come. Amen. I pray that that time will come that the church Hallelujah. will grow. Remember, the church is not the building. You are the church. That that you see, it will grow. That I will say, I want I want ten people. I won't say God says. I'll say I want ten people to give five thousand each, and twelve people will come. Yeah, Amen. because you have hundreds in savings. Yes. I pray for that time. Amen. And it will come. It will come. Watch it and see. Amen. See, Amen. yesterday, I realized when I open my mouth, I say, prosper. I realized. But in my mind, I've learned. I want to say, be blessed. You are blessed. God, Bishop, that, that's why he say you are blessed. And he said he believed that because he's been saving so long that we are blessed, we are blessed. They are, they are blessed. So I also want to say that. But when I open my mouth, be prosper. Prosper, that comes. So yesterday, this thought came to my mind. That I heard the Holy Spirit say, because they are to prosper and they will prosper. Amen. That's why he doesn't put bless in my mouth, but he put prosper. Yeah. So you will prosper. Amen. You watch and see. Hallelujah. Watch and see. Amen. Yeah, please read it for me. Second Corinthians yes. chapter eight verse nine. nine. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. For ye, um, verse nine. For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, for your sakes became poor, that through his poverty ye might be rich. So Jesus Amen. was rich; he became poor. That through his poverty you will be what? So God is not against riches. Don't misunderstand me. Look at Third John chapter two, verse Amen. one. Third John chapter two. Amen. The reason I read this, I don't want you to come. He's not against it. Mm -hmm, He's mm -hmm. not against it. He's for it. Amen. Just that. Amen. Mm -hmm. Third John, chapter verse two. Mm -hmm. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. So I like the verse says, I pray prosper. that you may prosper Sorry. as your soul prosper. He wants you to prosper. He wants to be pro you to be prosperous. Prosperous is even deeper than riches. Riches Amen. is money, finances. Yes. Prosperity means, of course, finances, self-sufficient, healthy, the peace, the atmosphere, Amen. the joy. That's Amen. prosperous. The things you are doing is going well. Your children is going well. You are prosperous. You see, so God is not against it. I want you to understand. But whatever riches or prosperity you do, what you do here, it will have a direct effect in your real life that is when you die please are we getting it so don't make that mistake to think that all these things you will go with it no no don't make that mistake look at revelation chapter 3 verse 4 to 17 we are looking at common mistakes that christian make because now if you listen to us it's like the more physically <coughs> material you yeah. get the more it shows that God approves your God mm. is with you, but it's not like that. No, wow. it's not like that. The Bible says, "Yeah, wow. God, godliness yes. is not a means of financial no. gain. It's not." Amen. Mm. Amen. Please read it for us. Amen. Revelation mm. chapter three, verse seventeen. Fourteen to seventeen. 14 to 17 mm -hmm. sorry amen mm -hmm. and unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans writes these things saith the amen the faithful and true witness the beginning of the creation of God I know thy works so this is Jesus himself amen. speaking mm -hmm. I know thy works that thou art neither co cold nor hot I would thou were cold or hot 
So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich, and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, so and see, naked. This church, Amen. this church, they were good. They were oh, physically ugh. successful. They said they were rich. We need nothing. But Jesus saw it say, you are rather rich, poor, blind. So you cannot use material thing as a benchmark. It's not. Even though God gives material thing. Please, do you get it? And neither can you use what? Poverty, because he became poor that you will become what? Rich. Above all that you prosper as your what? Health also what? Prosper. Sorry, your soul also what? Prospers. So you can't use that one. So let's not make mistake. Let's not make mistake. If anybody talk about salvation connection to money, that's the worst thing. That's the worst thing. And another mistake we do, Matthew chapter 7, 22 to 23, we tend to use signs and wonders, miracles, gifts, prophesying, and those things to be a mark. It is not. A sign is not. A mark is not. It's not to. Yes, God performed miracles. God performed signs and wonders. Amen. When Moses went to Egypt, his first three signs and wonders, Satan and his people, Egyptian, they also what? Perform it. You understand? Yeah, God healed the sick and he will heal the sick. But all those things cannot be used as a mark. I'm bringing this up because that's a mistake we do. Yeah. When you talk to a person, a Christian, or some people, when you talk to them about Christ, about church, the first thing they ask, not all, but many people, which is strange, you hear them ask, does they prophesy there? Is there power? Prophecy and power is not a sign that God is even there, or that God is pleased, or that even the one prophesying, or you will go to heaven, or you will make it, or your life after death is in good order. It is not. It is not. Read, read it for us. I'm not the one saying it's the Bible. Matthew chapter 7, verse 15 mm-hmm. to 17. Mm-hmm. 7, 22 to 23. Sorry, verse 22 to 23. Mm-hmm. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Away from me, you evildoers. Yes. You evildoers. Today, God showed me, today, today I had a dream about ah. a man of God. And the dream, God was showing me how he's been sleeping with the woman and the woman have disgraced and have come against him. And this man of God is a prophet. Only today. Only today. Yeah. Only today. So he said, many will come, many, I prophesy. I cast out devil, I heal the spirit. I I don't know you. So those things are not a mark. Don't make that mistake. Don't make that mistake. Yes, true men of God do that as well. But that is not a mark. Why, why, why did he drive them away? You workers of what? Evil. Or other versions say you workers, workers of, of iniquity. iniquity. So it yes. means 
anything evil anything iniquity it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter the anointing you will not make it when you die you will be in trouble it's that simple yes it means the mark the mark the mark to guarantee your life after death to determine where you go or how you feel it's not the man it's not the miracle signs of wonders but it's the opposite of what evil is the opposite of what iniquity which is righteousness iniquity is sin which is righteousness right standing with god so don't make that mistake yes don't don't make that mistake amen don't make that mistake successful people have money but not all people have money as successful people some are thieves so so having money doesn't show who the person is remember that please are you getting it so don't make that mistake so amos said prepare to what meet Meet your your maker maker. because after death there is judgment amen amen so how do you prepare revelation chapter 14 verse 13 shows us the only thing that will follow uh, that matters matters in life after death all these fiscal things you will not take it but if you die in the lord if you don't die in the lord nothing will follow you anyway but if you die in the lord it says this is what matters read it for us uh, for- 14 verse 13 verse 13 amen amen and i heard a voice from heaven saying unto me right blessed are the dead which die in the lord no to die in the lord meaning christians yes so if non-christians are they are going to hell anyway it doesn't Mm. matter Uh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. ye saith the spirit that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. So Amen. when you die, Amen. when you stand before the Hallelujah. judgment seat, your works will follow you. Note, note, not your achievements, but your works. Not your official post on earth, but your works. Your works. And the Bible defines the works as things that you did because of Christ or things that you did not do because of Christ. In simple words, in obedience to the word. Those are the things that will follow you. Do you have works? Many people confuse it with works of salvation. It didn't say works of salvation. After you've been saved, it said produce fruit. Those are your works. Those are your works things that you are doing for God or you are not doing because of God things that you are doing because the words say or you are not doing because the words say those are the things that will follow you those are the things that will follow you those will be your blessing your riches in the new life what is following you you, you can have an idea and you can determine what follow you because it will be in line with your works it is your works that will follow you so once again it is your choice you see why I say it is time this time is your time of preparation for your death not only for your pension but for your death what will follow you you, you can make many things follow you but when you die, your works what follow you. Amen. Look at 
Mark chapter 10, verse 29 to 30. Mark chapter 10, 29 to 30. The reason why we are reading Mark chapter 10, verse 29 to 30, it makes us understand that anything, is talking about the works, but he rephrased it. He makes us understand anything we will lose, lack, do, Amen. because of yeah. him, we will not fail to receive a reward on this earth. But today, this earth is not my priority. Yeah. But I say, in also the world to come. To come. So, Hallelujah. life after death, you are not a spirit hanging in. It's a whole world. Amen. A proper world. Remember, when we did the last day, mm. we saw that there will mm. be a new earth mansion. It's a proper world. Proper world. A, a proper world. Amen. Please read it for Amen. us. Mark chapter 10, verse 29 to 30. Mm -hmm. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left house, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands for my sake and the gospels. But he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses and brethren, and sisters and mothers, and children and lands with persecutions and in the world to come eternal life. Note, Amen. in the world to come. Note, anything you leave, Amen. not because of your husband, not because of your pastor, not because of your country, but for Christ's sake, in the world to come, Amen. you will receive a hundredfold. What are you leaving? What are you losing? What are you losing? He said, anything you lose. When you bring offering, you are losing money. When you bring tithe, you are losing money. It's not in vain. These are the things that will follow you. As you come here, you are losing time. You are sacrificing TV. I know people who love soccer. Because of church, they cannot really pay attention to soccer as they will have. They are sacrificing it. It's not in vain. He said, it will follow you. They are sacrificing because, not for work, because of Christ, for his sake. Why are you doing that? For his sake. Because he says so. These are the things that follow you. He said, a hundredfold in the world to come. And that word is afterlife. There's judgment. There's a world to come. And the moment you die, that world come. And he said, prepare to meet. Are you preparing? You can't cheat God. Galatians said, do not be deceived. Whatever a man soweth, he shall reap. What are you sowing? What are you sowing? If I don't tell you that there's life after death, that prepare for it, I have failed you. Because that is the essence of Christianity. That is the only thing we have that no one can give, that no one has. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. You have to believe it. If you find it difficult to believe it, believe it. When you were young, when you were going to school, there are things you were told. You thought you could get away. As you go, you realize that it was true. Yeah. Believe it. You you find out. That's I say, you go and watch the this uh, life after death is plain, but this one there, it is the the scientists. The day I die, BBC document 1983. You won't find on YouTube, they've canceled it. You find on IMD. They've canceled it. And the Netflix one, what's the title again? surviving what life watch only the episode one because now they can't hide it but they are trying to lure people from the episode two is not godly just the one netflix before they take it down before have you watched it yeah 
Hey, but you know the title. Sorry? You just Google it. Aha. Uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> Praise the Lord, she said. So, anything, these are the things that will follow you for his name's sake. If it's not a namesake, the Bible calls it chaff. Yes. Chaff. When you wake up in the morning and you go to Tesco and you go and work 20 hours and you come, it's a good thing. You are contributing your portion toward nature. In fact, it says if you don't work, you know what? Eat. But your work in Tesco will not follow you. Him. You see, but if you are in Tesco and you don't steal, even though you were tempted or others were stealing, because it's where say that shall not steal, that will follow you. If everybody's stealing time and you don't steal time, that's a good thing. So don't say everyone is doing it. Not everyone is wise to prepare for his death. Yeah, but we are wise. So prepare for your death. The other thing I want you to also know. So look at Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 to 21. Amen. Because it makes us see Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 verse 21 advises us to store up treasures in heaven. In heaven. Meaning just as you are saving for your future, for your wherever. Save for heaven. Yes. How do you save for heaven? The things you do for his sake. Amen. Yes. Amen. And also the money. When we talk about saving in man, the saving is man heaven. Or oh, you don't know. I'll show it to you. Let's read the mighty first. Amen. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 to 21. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Amen. Amen. So clearly say we should not store treasures only on what? This F, but we should also store them in where heaven. And he gave the reason because in this F, he said, What thieves and moved what take it away, but in heaven, nothing meaning that is where your real treasure will be. I read from the news, they say a lot, they mentioned the number of forgotten 700,000 people at risk of losing their home because of one small interest rate that has gone up, they cannot keep up paying. And when you connect it to the energy bill, they say many are choosing to, <laughs> to <laughs> choose between eating or heating. <laughs> they can't lose it. We've seen people lose all. This COVID, a lot of businesses were gone. I just, I just saw on Facebook, they mentioned, uh, they said, Usain Bolt, millions has been stolen from his account. News. Yeah. Oh, this is two or three days ago. Millions. You see, education makes a difference. Millions has been stolen from his account. Yeah, millions, not hundreds, millions. Yeah. Just three days or two days ago. Yeah. 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 I saw a Chinese couple who were healed of cancer. And uh, how did they get healed? They were selling their property. So this pastor was going to buy the property. So when she, he went, 
like out of conversation, why are you selling the property? So, because the man is has cancer, so they are selling to use the money to travel for treatment. And so let me pray for you. And if God heal you, say, if God heal, we will give it to you. And God healed the man. They were losing their property because of sickness. You see, that's why I say it can be destroyed. It can be destroyed on earth. But the one in heaven. So he said, keep treasures there. So it means there are things you might intentionally do to have treasures in heaven. Just as there are things you intentionally do to have treasures on this earth. You must prepare. Prepare for your death. Not the bearer by your life after death. It's good to prepare for the bearer. But preparing for the bearer alone is not enough. The real one is life after the death. After your body has been burned. Or termite have consumed it. <laughs> what will happen? <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Uh, <laughs> please do you understand let me show you something in 1st Timothy chapter 6 I didn't intend that we read this yes let's start reading from the 17 mm. the reason why we are reading this is to show you that you can intentionally with your money have more treasures in heaven. You can't buy God with your money. You cannot receive from God with your money. But by your money, you can do things for the sake of Christ that you have treasures in heaven awaiting for you. Yes, money, all the things you have on earth, treasures, is it not money? Your bag didn't you use money? Uh-huh. So that same way, by money, you can have things in heaven. Read it. You see, that's why if you know God, you won't criticize money. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible never said money is evil. It said the love of it. Yes. Because the love of it leads to greed. Mm -hmm. It makes people do evil mm. for money. Mm. Because you love it so much, you betrayed your friend. You will kill for it. You will be involved in sin for it. Uh -huh. Yes. Please, you understand. Read mm. it for us. First Timothy mm -hmm. chapter two. Six, seventeen to eighteen. Six. Or to nineteen, yeah. Mm -hmm. Chapter six, verse seventeen to nineteen. Mm -hmm. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds. I want the version that says good works. Hallelujah. Yeah, so that you know that we are talking about works. Amen. Mm -hmm. That they do good. That mm -hmm. they be rich in good works. Another word for the works is deeds. So they be yes. rich in what? Good He's talking deeds. about those who are rich. So he's talking Amen. about money. Yes. Uh, so in other words, by their money, they should be what? Rich in good works. Works. Mm -hmm. Ready to distribute. Mm -hmm. Willing to communicate. Mm -hmm. Laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come laying up in store why should they do that to lay Let up in store for them against amen. the time yeah that time when you die the new world yeah amen there's nothing you people do in this church that i don't do that i don't do so i'm not yes. a fool yes amen. every donation i give first believe amen. me 
Amen. Every funds I raise, I give personally. Amen. I'm not a fool. Amen. I'm not a fool at all. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because I can go to heaven if I go and there will be nothing. Wow. No treasures there for me. Because it's a world. It's a real world. Yes. Hallelujah. Me tight. I've never missed tight. I've never missed tight. Yes. Even now my tight is direct debit. Amen. I'm not a fool. I'm not a fool. God is real. God is real. If Amen. somebody even dashed me 20 pounds, I pay tight 2 pounds. I'm, la- I'm laying out treasures in heaven. I want good works to follow me. Yeah. But I believe me, I have all the excuse to give excuse because I can guarantee this church, the, the worst would be I'll be among the low income people. Yeah, but I don't have excuse because I know what I'm doing. If I can buy trousers, jeans, if I can go to Nando's, ah, why can't I lay treasure? The real world, where I will live everlasting. Please, do you understand? So, lay treasures in heaven. Have good works. The good works, anything you do for the sake of, the of Christ. Yes, amen. It's not in vain. It's, it, you are doing it for yourself. Yes. If you, you are paying pension and you are adding higher percentage, are you doing it for someone? Is it not for yourself? It's the same in things connected to what? Heaven. Amen. Anyway, this was beside the lane. <laughs> Shall I finish the scripture? It's, it's all right. Amen. You want to finish it? <laughs> okay, that finish. they may lay hold of eternal life. Amen. So it's connected to eternal yeah. life. So when people ask... Anyway, let's not go into it. Amen. So, because <laughs> our time is gone, I didn't want to deviate. Amen. So, prepare. Amen. Be aware. Do it intentionally. Yes. It's not about the pastor. It's about God's church. It's not about the pastor. It's about God's servant. It's about God's work. Because the Bible says, so that there will be provision in my house. The Bible says when there was no provision, the pastors left the work of God and went to their own business. God, they must eat. They are, they, to their children also need PlayStation. Yeah? Their children are just like the ordinary children. They need money to buy a PlayStation. Yes, they, to their children want Instagram pictures to show that I've been on holiday. Sometimes we forget that pastors' children are children like any other children. Sometimes, by nature, their children are even wild. <laughs> May God never give us wild children. <laughs> you know, you know, you, you know, there are types of children. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> the child himself came wild. <laughs> Not like he's becoming wild. He, he came wild. <laughs> Praise the Lord Jesus. Also, one thing I want to bring to your mind is as you prepare for death, it's for eternity. But at the same time, you must be preparing here. Amen. Why am I saying that? Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22. It says, A good man leaves an inheritance for his children. Yeah. What inheritance will you leave for your generation, your children? Mm. It's not only about property mm. or money. Amen. Amen. 
or even life insurance. If you have children, it's important you get life insurance. It's very important. It's an inheritance you can leave for your child. It's very important. It's like free money. Amen. Amen. You get life insurance. It's better to get the minimum than get nothing at all. Yes. It's very important. Very important. Because as you go, you, you, you have children here. You mm. have family here. Yeah. You that you are going there, you are happy. But those here, please you understand. Okay, read it for us. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22. Mm -hmm. A good person leaves an inheritance for their children's yeah. children. In Amen. this country, one of the inheritance you can leave for your children is life insurance. Oh. Yeah. You die, they give your children that lump sum. That maybe without it, they would never have owned a house. Or they would be in a debt forever. Amen. But also godly inheritance. When you bring your children to church, you are leaving them inheritance without you knowing. How many people, Mr. Gary, have told me, Jesus Dancer Campaign, they say, when we heard this song, it reminds me, when I was a child, my grandmother used to play it. My mom used to play it. I said, are you in the church? No. I said, you have to go back. I said, I remember. My nan used to take me to church. They've, she's left inheritance. Memory. Without it, the child will have no idea, no desire of church in him. Because he or she has not been introduced to it. It's an inheritance. Inheritance simply means things you inherit. We even inherit disease. Ah! Clinic, I don't you have inheritance disease? Aha. Uh -huh. So do things, leave inheritance. Because you will go, you will not be here. What would they inherit? Would they only think of you as a drunkard? Alcoholic? No, it's an inheritance. Or the meeting of your my mother always pray. My mother leave me inheritance. The only thing that I miss about my mother is that as I became a strong Christian, it's not there that we have that. But now all the things she used to say, all the things comes to me. Yeah, all those things are inheritance. So think like that. When 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 Ezekiel was a good Christian, he was a good Christian, but when he was coming to that, because he was a good Christian, God sent a message to tell him. He said, put your house in order because you are going to die. It was the love of God. So that in order to do what you have to do, put your, so that when you die, you're blah, 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 blah. Of course, he didn't die because he prayed toward God. So I'm saying this is that you must put your life in order, your house in order, your children in order. Train them like you are training them for the world not for you because one day you will be gone you will be gone you will be gone you will be gone you will die please do you understand Amen. train them like you are trained them for the real world show them christ you let them say you uh, that everything god everything god when you go you'll be surprised the inheritance you are leaving for them let, let's read that scripture that maybe we bring today's teaching to a close. Second Samuel. Or, no, not Second Samuel. Mm -hmm. Amen. Okay, Second Kings chapter 20, verse 1. 
Please, are you understanding? Bring your children to church. If you don't bring them, church becomes foreign to them. Yeah. Everybody, wherever you go, become natural to you. Yeah. It doesn't matter how good you are to them, it will become foreign. To them, when they hear the music, it's strange. But as you bring them, when even they hear that music, the memory, they even mm. imagine, yeah. remember Pastor Emmanuel. Yeah. They remember Pastor Emmanuel. Mm. And whatever mm. they see Pastor Emmanuel to be, yes. they would think of Pastor Emmanuel like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that's why, as for the children in the church, I always want to be in their good books. <laughs> they ask for them, they must know Pastor Emmanuel as a very good person. Yeah. So you know what I'm going to do? Like when we start the Bible studies, some people will be running shift. And when we start children's service in teaching the children, of course we give them sweet and goodies. But whenever I'm <laughs> teaching them, man will be extra. <laughs> yeah. I want to be the good person. That when they think of church, they think of oh pastor man. Because I remember when I was a child, we used to go to this uh Saturday evening in our neighbor. It's called Sunday school. So the man come and they blow the horn. It's a long road. Mm. And we all go to one house, gather. And when they finish, they just give us sweets. And that memory is so sweet. Wow. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. Yeah. With that, maybe, I don't know even if he knows. So sweet. We, that's when they read, they open my book of Bible story and they, and they teach us a song. That was it. That was the end. But today is yeah. a great memory Amen. to me. Amen. Amen. Please read it for us. Second Kings chapter 20 verse 1. Mm -hmm. In those days Hezekiah became ill and was at the point of death. The prophet Isaiah son of Amos went to him and said, This is what the Lord says. Put your house in order because you are going to die. You will not recover. So Amen. because you will die, always yeah. make sure you put, put your, your house, house in, in order. order. It also means that leave the moment. Don't procrastinate. Don't say you are waiting to have money before because you will not. Whatever money you have, use some. Give to God what Caesar, what is for Caesar. God, what is for God. Leave the moment. It is time to, this is the time to love your children. Yes. To tell them what you think you should tell them. Yeah. The truth, what you believe. Yeah. It is the time. Yes. By that you are putting your house in order. Because you don't know the day. This scripture, God doesn't tell people, put your house in order. This is to show us mm. that we are to put our house in order because of death. Because we will die. Which we don't know the time. So it means every time you must leave that, that if I should die tomorrow, are there things I haven't tied? I haven't settled? Yes. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. You're enjoying it there. Eh? <laughs> and you don't come often. <laughs> Church, today what am I saying? What I'm saying is that death is real and one day we will die. Of course, you will never die before your time. But when your time comes, you have to go. Because when you try to live longer, you'll be in trouble. Yeah. But you have to prepare for that death. Because life starts once you die. Your life starts. This life is for preparation. That's why you read the Bible say we are sojourners. We are travelers in this world. So prepare well. Prepare well. Know that you are preparing for your death. 
where are you going to school so that you get a good job so that your temptation will be less your suffering will be less so that you can live right see it like that because it is in your hand because say you will receive whatever you do whilst you are living here good or what evil I beg you that is the only thing we have that the world don't have that is the only thing money cannot buy you cannot bribe money can buy botox it's buying it isn't it it's buying babies isn't it so God does give botox God does give babies but that is not the main thing you know some people <laughs> Solomon, the songs of songs, they say, they say she's like a carrot. He say she's like a carrot stone. She was describing his wife. Say his wife is like a calf. You don't read songs of songs. Yeah. Say he's like a calf stone, meaning God has really Coca-Cola. Not like beer bottle. <laughs> <laughs> they told me to say that I heard them saying it I heard them saying Coca-Cola those at the back Amen <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is that prepare for death that is what you have that is your advantage one scripture that is my favorite shall we read it he was talking about death and he said I wish to die because when I go I die I go with the Lord and I'm free but yes, if I stay back, I will be fruitful. I'll still serve God. That is why God makes us live. That is why we are not in a rush to die. Because as we are here, we are what? Serving. God needs us here. But if we die, we are better. That's why to us, death in the Lord is what? Gain. Let's read that scripture. Then we go Philippians chapter 1, 21 to 25, our last scripture. Amen. Amen. Philippians chapter 1, mm -hmm. verse 20, One. Tw 21 to 25. Mm -hmm. Amen. For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. To die is gain. Why? If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Mm -hmm. Yet what shall I choose? I do not you know. It's torn between mm -hmm. death and living. Yes. Christians, don't be Amen. afraid of death. No. Because for you to die no. is gain. Yes. The only thing that you shouldn't die before your, your time. time. Other than that, we lose. Yes. We lose. Yes. We lose. Imagine if the guitarist in the church die right now. We lose mm. before his time. Because we have no guitarist, isn't it? Mm. You lose that service. Mm. You understood? When somebody who is a Christian dies, to him, to die is gain. Why? Because he be with the Lord. But mm. if he lives, he continues to labor, bear fruit, be a blessing yes. to us Amen. and to serve God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. I am torn between the two. Hey. I desire to depart and be with Christ. Which he wants to go. Amen. Uh -huh. Which is better by far. This is the key. Yes. To go is better by far. And if you watch the day I die, wow. or if you watch the surviving death, you will see. Yeah. That's one common sentence. They didn't want to come. They didn't want to come. They didn't want to come. So which is far better. So you must prepare for that. Because that will be far better. 
Yes. Yeah, please continue. But it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Mm-hmm. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith. Amen. Amen. So that through it, It's okay. Amen. <laughs> so I'm not afraid Hallelujah. of death. But I'm aware and determined that no one will cut short my Hallelujah. days. Amen. Because if I stay, I bear fruit. But if I go before my time, trouble. But if I go by his time, even if my day is 30, 45, I don't mind. Yeah, if it's from him, if it's from him, all will fall into place. Yeah. Don't worry about my wife. She'll get someone who will love her more than me. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes, I know that the women don't want to hear that, but it's the truth. Sometimes, even the children without parent or disciplined do better than the children with parent. <laughs> I'm just trying to say that if it's of God, I have no fear. If it's not of God, I fear. But if it's of God, I have no fear. It will begin. Please, do you understand? Because I can't exceed my days. And I shouldn't exceed my days. And I don't want to go a second earlier than my days. In the name of Jesus. That's what I'm saying. Church, what am I saying today? All I'm saying today is that death is sure. Death will happen. And the main reason of Christianity, the only advantage we have, is that we, death will be what gain unto us. Unlike the others. So we are to prepare of death. We are to be aware of death. We are to plan towards life after death. Anyone working here has started plan towards their pension. Have you not? Have you not received pension letters? So why is that like planning after death is fair fetch? It's not. You, if anything, you don't have much time. Yeah, you don't have much time. You just want to lift up your voice and pray and pray for yourself pray whatever has dropped in your spirit and this is the time that you pray for salvation if there's anybody in your life that you want salvation for them that you want them to save this is the time you ask god uh, that may they also be one of us uh, may they also benefit of this death uh, lift up Voice and pray now. Maka sheke to mayandereha. Ele mama mayanda broko sheke to mayandereha. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.